Welcome to Bald Logic Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Dice, and it seems like it's been forever since we've been able to put out an episode. We've actually taken a month off just uh, amid the summer craziness and the COVID, so it's great to be back in studio. I'm glad to have you here listening with us. Thank you for being a supporter. We ask you to go to all of our likes since our last time on here. We are now live on uh, um, iHeartRadio, and we're also on um, Spotify, and there's, I guess if it's a, a streaming podcast network, we're on it now. So uh, anywhere that you get your podcast, we ask you to go there. Give us a five-star rating because y'all are five-star fans and listeners, and so we would rate you the same way. And just love having you here with us today. Um, today we have a special guest with us that uh, I love this guy. Everyone that comes into this studio is special, man. And that's, I love having special <laughs> guests. And, and this guy is very special to me. Uh, as I have shared numerous times before, I am a man of faith. I, uh, I, am, I stand on my faith. It helps me through a lot of the things that I go through. And this guy helps me with this. He is actually my personal pastor uh, where I live at. Uh, great guy, Pastor Brett Nettles. Uh, you will probably remember his wife, Brittany. She was the one from episode two. And they are a great couple of great people to be around. Uh, they've been married seven years. And Brittany has been a real gem to put up with this guy. That's all <laughs> I can tell you. I agree. <laughs> He has uh, two beautiful kids, John Ezra. John Ezra is five years old. Man, he's growing like a weed. And he is his daddy's child, no doubt. Oh, boy. Beautiful little Evelyn. She's nine months old and official crawler now. So Mm -hmm. getting into everything. (laughs) uh, But not just that. He is the, the pastor of River of Life Church in Brandon, Mississippi, where he's been the pastor for three and a half years. You're the youth pastor, though, for several years before that. So mm-hmm. kind of been in, plugged into this for a while. Uh, uh, got his bachelor's degree in psychology. That's kind of scary that he can get in my head. <laughs> it's actually pretty empty, so he'd have a hard mm. time finding his way out. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, Man, uh, how long have you been in ministry? How long have you been doing this thing? It's going to be 10 years in January. So we're coming up on a decade, and that sounds really weird. I don't feel that old, but yeah, 10 years. So started in uh, in music, worship, uh, have done student ministry, and now... Uh, and now the old people. I'm just kidding. I mean, uh, adult ministry. So. Easy now. <laughs> Easy. I sit there and look at you. <laughs> That's <Ain't>. right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, today we're going to talk about some things. We're going we're gonna to dive into We're in some interesting times, man, with, yeah. between the social unrest, disunity in our country, yes. uh, COVID, um, killer wasps. Now Crazy. hurricane season in the Gulf for us. Crazy. Uh, if if it seems like one thing comes, there there's going to be ten more that come with it. Right. And uh, so we're going to talk about what what are some ways to kind of cope and, and and get through this. But before we get there, mm-hmm. I always like to kind of start this thing out with uh, just a few questions, mm-hmm. just to kind of 
make sure we got our mic set right and make sure go. that we're talking back and forth. So um, here we're, we're going to run these out there, and, and I'm just going to ask you some questions and just no real deep thought. Oh, boy. It's got to be what just kind of comes up there. So <laughs> Okay. Um, here we go. So uh, what about becoming an adult has caught you completely off guard? Being an adult. Because I knew him as a teenager. This is why I'm asking this. Right. Being an adult, uh, bills make life more complicated. There. <laughs> You're like Emily. Adulting stinks. Though. Right. Oh, come on. It's, it's fun until you have to pay for it. That's right. That's right. Uh, what movie never gets old, no matter how many times you watch it? Oh, no brainer. Uh, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Greatest movie of all time. All time. All-time greatest movie of all time. Nobody sure? can argue with me. I mean, I'm sorry. If y'all wanted to hear The the Passion of the Christ, I'm, I apologize. No, I'm just saying. No, no. I'm just telling you. Best no. movie ever. Because I got some of my favorites, so that's not going to be that. Mm. Outlaw Josie Wells, still number one for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. I mean, <laughs> he's great. But... I like anyone that serves justice. Right. That's why in one of my episodes I said, if I could be anybody, a superhero, and that's going to be your next question. If I could be any superhero, I'd be Captain Justice. I'd create my own name. Because (laughs) I always like to serve it up. (laughs) Any hero that you could be, who would it be and why? Mm, I would be Wolverine. Oh, first time for a Wolverine. Wolverine, just because he's... Self healing and made of adamantium skeleton. That's just, I just, Hugh Jackman just did it so well. Oh my gosh. Just, yeah, I like Wolverine. Wolverine. That's and he's rough movie. around the edges, you know, like gritty. He had cool hair in the movie, too. He did. He did. Beast. I just, I think he was cool. But since this is bald logic, any hair is cool to me. I know, right? I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. 34 is hitting me hard. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just hit 50. Don't tell me about something hitting you hard. I turned 50 and two days later detach a bicep. Mm. Uh, ouch. Yeah, right. Yuck. Yuck. So, man, it is it is so awesome to have you in here. And as we get started this, we want to thank um, Bark.us for being a proud sponsor of Bald Logic Podcast. Uh, if you want to help protect your kids online, go visit bark.us and uh, you can get a free trial on there. And while you're there, also, uh, when you decide to purchase, use the promo code Say Something 10. You'll also be helping Say Something School Assemblies out at the same time that you're protecting your kids. And so we thank Bark for being a part of this with us. And uh, on that, we're talking about some crazy times in our life, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Um, in your setting, you're a pastor. You've had to close church and go online and then come back yeah. with soft launches and stuff. Businesses or if someone tests positive, they have to shut down for 14 days right. and stuff like that. So, I mean, how's, how is this adjusting as a leader, a boss? Because you are a boss. You're an yeah. employer. How, how, how is this adjustment working? Yeah, it's been all about embracing, embracing it as a learning season. Um, all of us at some point or another have been like, okay, this is not fun. All of us at some point have said, this is inconvenient. And, and we probably all in some form or fashion are asking, 
what the heck is the end result of this? So, so in the, in the middle of it, like I'm, this is just fresh news today. Like I just found out my, uh, my brother, uh, is on staff at a church, just tested positive. They've had to shut their entire campus down, uh, this past weekend. He just got the results back. So this isn't brand new information to even me. We're seeing that play out. Um, so yeah, you're watching it unfold. You're watching, uh, friends that are being impacted, family that's being impacted. What do we, um, what do we do? How do we, because it, obviously everybody's got an emotional response. My, I've had to discipline myself. I've had to take it as a learning experience and get become, get beyond, okay, this is not fun to, as a leader, uh, what, what, what am I not doing and how can I think outside the box and how can this, how can we turn this into a positive? How can we, uh, how can we make a challenging situation, something that, uh, that benefits us? Um, that's the challenge of leadership. Um, because I don't want a victim mentality of, oh, poor little me. Um, and, and just, and just wait for my circumstances to change. So, so, so when we roll with the punches, we, in, in our context, you know what, I've, a lot of, I've seen a lot of businesses and I can speak for our church. We're doing things that six months ago, I didn't think we were capable of. People have, people have really gotten, uh, creative with how they've done business. And, uh, I've never done a lot of in, in front of a video camera work before, um, but, but you all, did really well at that. I'll give you that, man. Y'all, it, your team and everything, it launched it, so well. Hey, uh, it was, it was, you, you kind of have the benefit too of like, you don't know any better. You're just like flying blind, goose in a hailstorm. Like, let's just figure it out as we go. So, um, it's been interesting. So the, the mindset has been what, what is a challenge for everybody. And so for us, it's just, uh, roll with the punches and, and make it something, uh, make it something that can turn into a positive in the middle of all the chaos. So, well, in all of this, we we've walked through some, uh, civil, I would yeah. say civil unrest, some justified issues that have been finally brought to light. Yeah. We've also had to deal with, um, disunity in our country. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you, I, I actually have taken, it, for most of y'all that follow me on social media, my posts have been very minimal. Mm-hmm. I've just had to step back. Uh, it's not that silence is acceptance. It is, I've had to use wisdom in certain things because there's sometimes emotion you want to respond. And then sometimes you're reading so much stupid that it's yeah. like, I'm just tired of yeah. what I'm seeing. I'm tired of what I'm reading. I'm tired of what it's I'm overloaded. hearing. Yeah, and yeah, it just starts whacking your head down, and you're just like, I can't take no more of this garbage, man. Yep. And, and overwhelming. To me, a scripture came to mind, and uh, and I could normally quote the reference, but I, I'm in a place right now mentally where I can't. But uh, to the it was uh, referencing about um, a, a a double a double minded person gets tossed to and fro mm. by waves of doctrine, and I think that goes a lot with. Um, even news, uh, every little thing that's posted. All right, that's that's this and mask, no mask. Uh, yeah, COVID real, COVID not real. Yeah, uh, issue, not issue. 
yeah. racism, not racism, you know, the whole thing. And then you're seeing people go to and fro instead of just saying, all right, here's the line in the sand. Let's stick with it. Kind right. Of exactly. Exactly. It's been, it's been challenging. I, I, um, I can, if, if for people in, I'm observing, this is something interesting times we live in. Uh, it is, it is the wild west when it comes to, uh, response to leadership these days because in with so many polarizing issues all at the same time when you take a stance you are going to tick somebody off you're not gonna you'll never be right you'll never you'll uh you'll make everybody mad and and every and now you 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 just see the it's just this outlet of of a social media platform where everybody gets to vent and spew and everybody finds their, uh, connecting, reinforcing opinion. Uh, so it's toxic and stressful and overwhelming. Uh, I'm starting, I'm starting August, August one. I am off. I am off social media for an extended amount of time. I'm, uh, we use it for so much in the church. I, you know, I will, we'll continue our ministry platforms, but, um, it's something in, in, in I've struggled with in my, in my personal life to, to, because I'm seeing it's so polarized. People aren't finding balance. Um, people are, are treating the internet as, uh, as a university and they come out with a master's degree in any particular subject where they find a click. It's crazy. So, uh, it's 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 crazy out there. I'm I'm really I'm with you. It's it's hard. I'm stay off stay off social media. Well, I'll go a step further than that. With all of the issues you just listed, uh, find people when when it's when it's talking about like um, the, the the racism issues and things like that. Find the minorities in your life. Sit down over coffee and have some discussions. When I look eye to eye with some something with with someone, and I hear perspective, it, it, then I get the inflection in the voice. I get I get to hear their heart, and it and I'm not on social media where I can misconstrue and misinterpret and things get misrepresented. Um, meet meet people in a real place in a real setting. Um, that's a little bit of advice. You know, even in even what you're saying right there. I've been in situations where you text somebody something mm-hmm. or it's oh an yeah email, man and they read in a tone of voice right and that like you were right what did you mean by that I uh, did that all caps because I was excited not because I was yelling at you yeah <laughs> right or uh you know it, it's so I've seen so many people do that I our our executive director with free international he does something that um, at times it's kind of hard to to keep up with, and I, you know, to me it's easier to just shoot someone a text sometimes or something. But he sends voice memos through text mm-hmm. all the time, and his deal is you hear what he's saying, you hear the tone of the voice, you hear the intent by what's being said, and not just a, a text message. And you can listen to it when you need to listen to it. And I think a lot of times. Uh, we do that in social media. You mm-hmm. post something. I've actually agreed with someone on social media, and the person I'm agreeing with, I, I say a comment that was meant in agreement, 
And they go postal right. on you about it. And you're like, dude, I was on your side. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's weird. It's super weird. Um, I would, you know, I'm, I'm watching everything and I'm watching people who are, it looks like society's just tired. If it, it, this is being referred to as the decade of 2020, like there's so much packed in and it's just, uh, it, it's, we're, we're done with about half of the year. Yeah. People are tired. People are on edge. People are triggered. Um, I wanted to mention something, just some perspective, um, in the middle of all that, something's gotten the be, the best thing for me uh, has been um, it can it can fit in a faith context, but it also fits outside. Uh, and it's the idea that control what you can control. There's so much uncertainty. There's so many changing uh, reports change. And there's always different. There's different news uh, news sources that'll give different information. Uh, people change their opinions. You can't control any of that. The stability in my life obviously comes from faith, but but the the, the thought process of control what you can control. I can't control. I can't control what people respond with. I can't. So much as this is out of my hands. But what. What can I do with what's in my hands? For so for me, I'm on to. I'm gonna brag on your podcast. Yesterday uh, was my fifth week of five thirty in the morning working out at the gym. So yesterday it is. We did the math last night because we didn't do it when we were at the gym. I bench pressed the most I've ever bench pressed, which is not a lot. It was 205 pounds. I did it twice. But the point being, at my at my best, when I was in my 20s, I did like, we, we added up a bunch of little weight to like get 200, and I barely squeezed it out. So yesterday, on the, my last set with the heaviest weight, I maxed the most I've ever done all by myself. For me... I'm 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 not going to be a victim of all these circumstances. In the middle of it, I'm going to control what I can control. I want to I want to have a I want to be strong mentally. I want to be strong spiritually. And I notice that when I'm when I'm focusing on my physical strength, that it bleeds over into the other areas of my life. Control what you can control, and um and trust God with the in, in my context. Trust God with the rest. I don't have the answer for tomorrow. I don't have the answer. God, we have election season in November. Oh, dear Lord, everybody's about to get political on top of all this. Help us all. But I can't do anything about it. But I can I can try to work off some of my gut. <laughs> you know what I mean? So those little small things, they're creating uh, sanity in my life. They're creating stability in my life, you know, with God's help. So... It's been really important to me, Jody. Oh, good. I want to tell you, when I was in my best shape, when I was working out, and I need to get back into that line of work with what I'm doing right now, uh, one of the things that I found out real quick was those were the times that instead of scrolling, instead Mm -hmm. of reading, Mm -hmm. if if I'm working out, if I'm doing something, you're working off that frustration. Uh, There was an old saying that's not scriptural, but... uh, uh, there is some scriptural context to it. Is that an idle mind is a devil's playground? Yes. Ooh. And um, 
So whenever you're just sitting there idle, going through stuff, that you get offended easier, mm-hmm. you get madder quicker at things that you're reading. Also, during these times like this, um, addiction to pornography has gotten higher. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. So, again, it goes back to that same deal is when that mind sits idle, when you're not focused on something that is positive or something that's good or constructive. Right. You know. um, Right. You're right. You're susceptible. Only deal with what you can deal with. Um, My wife, she's a fixer. Mm. She's always been one that, (laughs) whether it's in the family or something going on, she feels like she has to fix what's going on. She has to fix it herself. And it got to an issue pre all of this, but it got to an issue that she was come. It was overwhelming to her because she couldn't fix something. Mm. Her dad had cancer. There's yeah. nothing you can do about that. Wow. You've got to pray. You got to trust God. You got to go do yeah. the treatments. Go stand with Him. Pray with Him. Walk with Him. Do everything. But you can't fix that. Yeah. And um, you know, and it's the same thing with this. I can't fix whatever COVID is. Yep. You know, I know now more and more. We were down at the police station where I, where I work part time at on cases and stuff yesterday. And uh, while we're there, one of the guys there gets a call from his sister and she tests positive. Mm. And luckily, I didn't have personal contact with him. He was in another room, but he texted in where we were at and we're like, okay. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going out the back door. Get out! <laughs> right. But, you know, even in that, I can't control who I come in contact with. Nope. we None of us can. I can't. Uh, you know, I pick up the gas pump right after the next guy. You don't know. That's right. Um, I'm not here to talk about whether COVID is real or not, but I can't. I can take precautions. Yep. Um, sure. You know, things like that. And uh, we all do. I, you know... I, I'm not going to get in the debate, mask or no mask. To me, a mask, if it if it helps somebody, sure. I'll wear a mask. I think of my parents. My parents are in their 70s, and um, COVID has went rampant through their church. Yeah. Wow. And so if it'll protect my parents, I'll wear a mask to keep from taking something to them, you know, kind of deal. And yeah, sure. So I, I think people's got to get off the, the, the offended fence a lot. Sure. No, we're, everyone's sitting on that offended go. Um, what's some of your favorite, I would say, vents? What's your favorite way to vent off, release off, just kind of keep your mind focused back to how do you let it go? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in, if I get, I got to get outside. When it, I've, if if I've, I was told uh, a mentor told me if you work with your mind, you got to play with your hands. If you and so people who again and so a lot opposite sure if you work with your hands you need to do something maybe inside. But for me getting outside, uh, anything anything outdoors benefits me. So if it's just oh, oh, typically it's a, a walk in the evenings with my family, um, and it's gonna be and it's gonna be. We're, we're trying to create more and more uh, ritual type, the things that are just constant um, in, my, in my home life. And those things are important. That builds, that builds up my family and makes me feel fulfilled as a husband, as a father. 
Um, but so yeah, and I'm, and I'm a, I mean, I'm, I live in Mississippi and I'm a country boy. I, I like fishing and, and hunting. So they, COVID cannot cancel hunting season. So, uh, <laughs> rifle, I'm a, I'm a, I love, I'm a gun owner. I love guns and getting outside. So it's, that's super big for me. You know, um, I blame my son-in-law that was on the very first episode, Micah Reynolds. He got me hooked on. I have binge-watched all the Alone episodes on uh, Discovery. Oh, he did the same with me. Yeah. So I'm officially caught up now. I'm in, I'm last season seven. I've watched one through seven. Okay, seven. I've only seen the, the most recent one with the, the recent winner. Oh, okay. The guy who killed the moose. Yeah. Uh, well, you need to see episode. I seven. gotta see that. There's a muskox in that one. <laughs> oh man! But best series ever. I love it. So, uh, I was a Royal Ranger, which is yeah. like Boy Scouts. You were yourself. Sure. So I love camping. I love the camp craft, building things and watching them build and lash things. And I was in Frontiersman Camping Fellowship, which is kind of like a, an old mountain man's club where we right. shot the muskets and wore the buckskins and stuff. And um, there's there's something about you know there for those of you that don't know about it I think it's on Discovery mm-hmm. isn't it? it's on Discovery Channel and I'm not here promoting a show their show but um, it's about these people they're competing for a half a million dollars this season they're competing for one million dollars if you can stay the whole hundred days in the wilderness no contact with nobody living off the land you can only take ten items with you and then they give you so many items. And I've been watching it from season one all the way up, and I'm watching how people alone start reacting. Mm, yeah, they get crazy. You start watching, like weird. some people you see punch out in three days or a week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you see the ones that they're borderline starving to death at day mm-hmm. 70, and mm-hmm. they're missing their families, they're missing contact and stuff. And then, you know, they come back. But I'm watch, I watch people start realizing what they've taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Time with their kids. Time yep. with their, uh, if I could just sit down and watch my kid eat ice cream. Yep. That was one the of the little seasons. They were, the little things is what was coming back that they were missing. And I think all the time, people, if that's them in the woods, okay, um, you need to be alone from your social media for a chance. And I know I promote this thing on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're but, saying. But... Um, you miss so much. I I think you would be surprised what you're missing and what you would miss if it wasn't there to enjoy anymore. Mm. And wow. I think COVID has given us an opportunity to have more family time. Yes. There was, a, yes. you know, and now with schools being iffy the way they're starting back and, right. you know, some schools are going full, some are going part-time, some are going hybrid, some right. are going distance only you know, you're seeing all these different things. Your kids are home more now. Right. Exactly. How do you work with them? How do you, that you've got an opportunity to watch. Right now, my daughter and son-in-law and grandkids are living with us while they're looking for a house. They sold their house, moved to our side of the state and they're buying a house over here. And I watched my grandkids. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I downloaded the stupidest game on my phone. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, what is it called? <laughs> Crash delivery. Okay. So basically, you're taking a vehicle, driving it off a ramp, and watching it crash down a hill through stuff. I mean, that's <laughs> all it is. You just, it just takes off and drives and goes, and 
It has no real point to it except maybe to try to see how far you go and you tear up a car. <laughs> right. All three of my grandkids will crawl up on my lap. My turn, G. My turn, G. GD, my turn. They're all going to play this this stupid game. And I look back at all the times I miss with my kids mm-hmm. when I was busy working. And um, my middle grandson colored all over our sofa and our back door with magic marker. Sharpie. Nice. That. Ouch. And my daughter just... It, she wigs, she's scrubbing it with uh, alcohol and, and a Q-tip for hours, getting it, and she got it off. Miraculous how she got it off. <laughs> if it would have been them done that, I'd have probably been the <laughs> postal dad. Oh yeah, blow a gasket. And I'm like, all right, Silas, you should have known better. But right, <laughs> when they're gone. And I walk by, and I still see something with that little bitty sharpie mark on there. Ten years from now, you smile. <laughs> that's when they used to live with me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those are the memories that come back. So yeah. I think during this time, we got to take those evening walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 yeah. Form form. I'm gonna use the word ritual again. Get some rituals. Get some things. Um, in 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 the in the faith world, we say. Never, uh, never, don't sacrifice your family on the altar of ministry. In, in, in whatever profession you're in, there will always be opportunity for you to put, um, put, put a priority, um, before things that should be first. So get some rituals that you just will not go away from. Shoot out four quick ideas you think people today could institute. Oh, dude, you need to do, you need, you need to eat with your family. During COVID, listen to me, everybody. I, I am the world's worst. We ate fast food a lot. Um, that yeah, obviously why I I am a, a, a pudgy man. Um, working on it though, uh, we ate out a lot. We we always create. We always had an excuse to go eat out. It was always inconvenient to cook. But COVID came around, and I'm we we noticed we started eating more. I'm not, I'm not rattling them off quick, but I wanted to really key in on that one because it's so special now. Like. We, Brittany bought, my wife got a, got a cookbook and we've been doing different recipes and enjoying it. And like my son, now we, we go to the, typically I've noticed in a lot of people, including myself, like people don't use their dining room. Well, we're in the dining room every, every, like a majority of the week now. Uh, it's special eat together, take that time, put your phone away and spend that time, uh, with your family, with your loved ones. Um, yeah, get, get that's so that's number one. Um, get a circle. Get get people in your life. Uh, don't don't get not not the people who uh, who keep you comfortable, but people who speak life into you. And and, and I'm, make I'm you not better. Yeah, that make you better. When when you walk away, they they didn't say what you wanted to hear. Uh, they said what you needed to hear. And, and, and it didn't, even if it hurt your feelings, it, you knew, you walked away new and you were, so, so ha, get your, get your circle. Uh, so that was number two. Um, number three on rich, maybe rituals or what would number three be? Uh, I think to get outdoors. Yeah. Quality time with the family. Don't, yeah, don't. Make don't, it as a standard thing to do. Yeah, don't shell up inside and, and uh, let the walls wrap in around you. Um, 
don't live in, um, don't live. Uh, another thing with that, just don't live in fear. If you, if you, the, I'm not bashing news. Okay. I'm not trying to be negative, but they're going to do nothing but give bad report because that's what people feed on. And so you, I'm watching a lot of people today just obsessed with these bad reports and it, and it jades your perspective and the, the fear in our culture is just unbelievable. So please watch out for that. Don't, don't give in and buy that as the perspective. Uh, that's why you need to go back to number two and have a circle that can keep you grounded and, uh, not, and knock some common sense in your head. Uh, so number four, number four, number four, uh, attend church online or in person. <laughs> Preferably River of Life. One right. one Parkway River, Brandon, Mississippi. Riverfiveag.com. <laughs> I had to plug something. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you what. Um, I, whatever your beliefs are, whatever you feel like, yes. you know, um, I respect you in that. But I can just tell you right now, if it wasn't for my church family, my church circle, uh, there's a lot of things that we go through that. I don't know where we would be if I didn't have some of those. Uh, I shout out Howie and Patty Tyson. I don't want to throw no one under the bus in our church, but Howie and Patty are dear, dear friends of us. We go to the mountains together. We spend time together. I can be real around them, and they make me better. If yep. I if I lean too far one way, they kind of help me reel in the other way. And so those are all good perspectives, and, and I, I'm taken away from a lot of this too. There's a lot of times I... Um, I've got an op coming this weekend that we have to go run, and after that's over with, uh, when you hear this, uh, the op will probably already be over. But um, I have to unplug for a little while after mm-hmm. after stuff like that, just so that you can kind of decompress. But uh, I agree with it, and man, I thank you so much for being on today with us. Oh. Man. So much fun. I'm glad I got to. Yeah. Everybody better tell you that my episode was better than my wife's. <laughs> Brittany will punch me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll let her listen to it and be the judge. There How's we go. <laughs> well, so we thank you guys for tuning in and being here with us. And uh, uh, always and forever, thank you for being a, a, a supporter and follower of Bald Logic Podcast. I want to thank my international listeners uh, shout out to France, man. We've got several of you that have came in now and started listening, as well as uh, Northern Italy. I'm, I'm going on through the list, looking at, at places around the country, uh, around the globe that are are uh, picking up the Bald Logic podcast. Also to my Ireland friends that shout out. I did go back and check my family lineage, and my family is from Ireland, so. Uh, my lineage does go back. The dice is, uh, it was a different spelling of the name, but it was from, from the Irish Isles. So I am excited. So thank you guys for being on here as well. Wherever you're listening at today, just know that we're glad you're here and thank you for being a part of Bald Logic. Uh, be sure to follow and rate us and subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like to drop us a line, you can do so at, uh, at info at saysomethingassembly.com. And also check out www.saysomethingassembly.com. You'll see some of the stuff that we actually do when we go to schools and stuff. So thank you again, and catch you next week on Bald Logic Podcast.